0: Welcome to a band with Stan. Episode 47. breakfast no, when i'm good it work for me. right it's not about you anyway what we're doing welcome everyone another new day another new start another new chance slept on the couch last night from 5am to 8 that's like a once a week number once every fortnight maybe got to change the environment when can't sleep can't just keep you awake as well right I watched the last, well, I, I watched a half an hour segment of The Condemned 2 of Randy Orton. Where are we going? Where are you taking me? Yeah, you know, it'll, it'll all make sense when we get there. Randy Orton's got a very thick neck. He's a wrestler. Huh? You watched a bit of it, me. The good thing about Emily, everyone, is that you'll watch anything me. You'd watch The Condemned too if you are awake. And I was looking through the stuff and I was thinking, I can't watch anything without you. I can't watch anything good. So I needed explosions and that. Anyway, the point of this segment is, we're going to go back in time. You may not remember, listeners, what it was like to be on a night out carefree. Now, I have some footage, or I have some audio, of... A cab ride down King's Road. So are you leaving? You can't leave. What about the million subscribers? We are going to get to it. Because in part two, we're going to discuss a new single by Emily Moment. Alright, she's left the room. Even if I have to do this one on my own. Everyone needs to know about this wonderful bit of art being put out in the world. But anyway, this first um, bit of audio... It's from a cab in Fulham in 2019, January, two years ago. And it's during a night out. And I was uh, podcast prolific. And uh, this is just quite a fun segment, which I didn't use at the time. But now it's kind of more meaningful. When we were carefree, in cabs, next to each other, talking right in each other's faces, having a laugh, sharing dinners. And we had other worries. Looking back, you know, everything's great now. And it sounds like it was to be fair, but we'd actually not got into a nightclub in Fulham. I don't know why we were in Fulham. But anyway, here's the audio with um Simon and Becca of the Rosalies, Annabelle and Brian, myself and Emily, a greatest hits of um guests from the podcast. See you in a bit. <laughs> Alright, welcome back to a Stev. Here we are <laughs> in the cab, in South Ken. Right, I've, like got s- you, I've got I've got some episodes that are about juicing. Mm. Are you? What is that? Is that drugs?
1: Was, cinnamon alter.
0: Thank you. They were a bit I did something about pedicures and manicures. <laughs> Annabelle, do you get any pedicures in Soho? Not in Soho but I get Well right. did you know On Darblaze Street There's a nail place That if you say A Beverly You get 10% off <laughs> No it does not It does What's, what's the and name of the You're, um, you're making the your, your own
1: Promotions I love
0: this I go to I've never spawned This room We're in the cab On the way to Janet's in South Ken Which is a rip off bar Owned by an American woman <laughs> Emily what's going on is this aniseed? It's, yeah. it's a bit toxic, isn't it's it? Cinnamon! Is cinnamon it's,
1: you, you it's, it's cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. <laughs> no you creeps! It's cinnamon. That one was a lot more pleasant.
0: Okay, so Becca, what's going <laughs> on?
1: Uh, we're sitting I'll in have a have cab, warming
2: ourselves up from, I'm from I'm the, the cold, <laughs> <laughs> and we I wanted to get family. into the Eighties bar, but we didn't get in, sadly.
0: Maggie's, what do you think, know, Emily? You need to get no, down with Maggie's boo. boo. Boo, yeah, it was they're, a giant there. Like they want you to pay a minimum spend to go in there. 800 They wanted 800 quid. They are wankers. The bar's only about 100 capacity. What do we think about that? I mean, Brian's been in there, but I don't know. What were you doing, Brian, when you got in there? Were you if like... It was a Thursday. It was a
1: Thursday. Okay. It was it, we'll was see it like
0: 8am or something? Like, <laughs> how did you get in? No, we got in at midnight. It
1: was fine. There was a little line, but it was worth it. Lots of good '80s tunes. Uh, I'm just bummed about the tunes. Oh. I know. I know. It was a good time. We should have gone. It would have been great. It, honestly, well, no, it we, we should have. It's all it is paid a lot of fun. Buck fifty. No, that's rolling bullshit. A no, hundred and fifty <laughs> quid. No, that's bullshit. Per person, okay. basically. it's not that good. Let's be honest. Yeah, it would have been. Um,
2: I do you not know, I'd expect if I paid that I'd expect a Margaret Thatcher nutcracker.
0: <laughs> is that some sort of that sex move?
2: Sexual. Do you not know what a Margaret Thatcher nutcracker is? It is. Don't, don't fucking
0: look at me. It's exactly
2: that. what it says. She you crack is that nuts when You put a clamp on your balls. <laughs> no. You get a nutcracker and it cracks nuts between her legs and it's
1: a real thing. The ladies not for turning. You can buy it.
0: Uh, you can buy it or you can do it. Oh, that's yeah. I think the highlight of the evening is that Brian ate his chicken, and then when they took his empty plate away, he said <laughs> there was a chicken on there, and they brought him another one. I think that's the I fucking genius. Nervous,
1: you know? We were talking about something, and then animal we took her plate, but let mine get taken away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, "Wait, yeah. where did you take my chicken?" You were like, "You're like, oh, oh." <laughs> and then oh. he
0: chased after him, <laughs> as if you didn't know. And Emily, what did I you mean, have? You had prawn. No, I had a lobster. So, prawn. what was the highlight of your night, then, Steve? Um, mm, Ooh, it's hard when people mind. ask are you me not questions. I'm a, a good guest. I'm a terrible that's, guest.
1: That's I like
0: it when we got there and I got the beer and I had a chicken wing as well. Yeah, and, and then the Annabelle and for, Brian arrived. Yeah. The, that was the best bit, wasn't I think it?
1: We're here. Yeah.
0: We're here, yeah. yeah, of course we're yeah. Before we go, can everyone tell me their favorite Madonna song? Because I'm playing a lot of Madonna in this episode, I'm Emily. A like a Virgin. Right, like a Virgin is good. I'm doing an album of Madonna covers. Yeah, Borderline. Vogue. Vogue is men, isn't it? You know at the beginning of Vogue? She goes, yeah. What are you looking what was at? Yeah, That's <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. Annabelle? Perfect. Used to be my, uh, my place. Oh, run, God. Run. God, God, go, God. Annabelle oh. has depression. Oh. <laughs> Alright, bye. What are you
2: looking at? Strike
0: Hello, welcome back. That was Madonna. Shit! <laughs> Two years after that. We're back in 2021. Let's get myself a seat in Mahoney in the Moment studios. Just put some bread out for the birds. Who haven't noticed it yet, they're just looking below. All they're ever looking for is food and mating, so it's weird that they're ignoring the bread i put out. Maybe they don't like Tesco bread. So, it's February. No questions prepared, Emily, because I know you. Okay. But this is the first interview to do this album campaign, mm-hmm. and you've secured the rights to Beverstev. have signed a contract yeah. So
1: How much are you pay me to play my music?: sort
0: <laughs> you out later. I'm going a little after this. And I'll get you some um, extra blueberries. Thank you. So where does this music come from? What's it called?:
2: Santa Maria and i wanted it to be a classic country waltz i wanted to write a song i wasn't i wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel i wanted it to be a song that you you felt like you had heard before i wanted to write a classic song
1: mm.
2: you said the other day hickory wind sounds a bit like like hickory wind and i'm fine with that i didn't i didn't need it to be you know there's literally no changes in it <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere it's just no it
0: does go somewhere well Takes it... you on a beautiful journey thank you and let's play the song santa maria is out now on all the platforms don't skip. Listen to this. It's beautiful. <laughs> it will sort you out. or will soothe you. Treat it like meditating. Mm. Try to take all thoughts away. Breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth twice. Should we do it together? No. Yeah. Shall we? <laughs> I want to jack
1: I Brothers in blood pass through the rainstorm.
0: santa maria emily moment recorded 2019 who is it recorded with
2: so it was recorded at urchin studios the what is now the old urchin studios before it was demolished this past august in to the end of 2019 with dan cox uh, as our engineer and we recorded it live with the band the core band which was uh jb dano jordan Leardon, ashley helen and then We brought in uh, Sarah Wolfenden on trumpet and uh, Brad from No Coward Soul um, on mandolin.
0: Great. And Ash has obviously played on all of our albums the past six years.
2: It was the easiest song by far on the album to record. The band got it straight away. It's
0: like take two or whatever.
2: Yeah, it was take two.
0: But we don't have to show off about that. but Three, the band really know it. And then four, you're getting sick of it. So it's a weird thing, isn't it?
2: Yeah. And I think when you're trying to capture something, especially with those songs that are really intimate, you can't overdo it. It's like overmixing the batter or something. You have to go with something that feels fresh, even if there's a little mistake or two. And I don't know if everyone's going to be happy with their performance on it, but I do think that everyone who kind of participated in the song feels like there's something special in that track.
0: So what's the song actually about for people that might not realise?
2: Right, so... I it came from me watching the news. Um, I was watching coverage of the migrant caravan. This was back, I don't know, around like November, December 2018. And it was the big news at the time. And I was just really pissed off about the way that the media was covering it about the way the US government was reacting to it. And the way it was being spun. And I don't know, I just think, I feel like we we're so incredibly lucky to be born where we are. Just basically having safety and not fearing for your life. Like we'll never know what it's like to have to fight for our lives on such a you know, profound level. So anyway, I, just, uh, I started reading a lot about it and I read this one article in particular. It was just following this one particular woman from Honduras who was interviewed by this Reuters reporter, which is what inspired the song. And yeah, that's it. And, and I had to decide whether I wanted to, I, you know, I'd only recently found out just a couple of weeks ago that no one really knew what the song was about, which really surprised me because I feel like it's so literal and it's so obvious. But I think everyone who's heard it, including you, just kind of thought it was just sort of a sweet ballad.
0: What is Santa Maria? Where is it? What is it?
2: Saint Mary, like Mother, the Mother Mary. Okay, so it's so Spanish for Saint
0: Mary. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so it's somewhat religious.
2: It's not religious. I know that she she is religious and, and part of her interview, um, you know, they're, they're staying in, in a church. They were staying in a church at the time of the interview while they're waiting to find out whether they're going to be granted access into the US. And both her and her partner were referencing God in their interview. So I I wrote the story from her perspective.
0: But this album coming up is not political particularly.
2: No, nor nor is it religious, even though themes of religion do but seem to up on it. But you are. Yeah. No, and, uh, yeah, and that's a weird thing to put out as your first song for people to think, oh, one, is this going to be an album about religion or politics? And it's neither.
0: Mm. But that's okay. Why trumpet?
2: I, I considered whether I wanted a different melody instrument there, but I really like... I wanted it to have a vibe of like sitting around a campfire. So I wanted this kind of um, authentic country western, you know. Mm, it's Latina. Yeah. well, that trumpet, yeah, isn't but, it? Yeah, I'm just really cautious of yeah. trying to come across as something or n- that I know something about something I don't know anything about.
0: Mm, it's just a nice sound. I'm, I'm not Latino.
2: Yeah, I just, I don't know the trumpet just... Aren't you? Sprays. <laughs> Trumpet just felt like it worked. We gave it a try and I was willing to think it might might need to be a, a fiddle or something else there, but the trumpet had something really special.
0: And so why that studio, why that band for this project?
2: Yeah, I targeted Urchin because uh, Laura Marling did her album Short Movie there.
1: I think you And
2: it just so happened that I was looking for a studio that had a very particular feeling to it because I knew I wanted to record the album live and I wanted it to be a cozy space And so many of the recording spaces in London either feel really sterile
1: Mm.
2: or really dark and dank. And I didn't want that, you know, I wanted the instruments everywhere and um, something that could be inspiring. So while I was looking for that and I was researching different studios in London, um, I decided to start looking up where people whose music I like, where they recorded. And I came across that and it was the perfect Venn diagram of exactly what I was looking for
0: and Dan Cox was a great guy wasn't he I only encountered him for like one day or whatever
2: Dan was great but
0: he's like the nicest guy I've met in a studio
2: (laughs) Dan's so great and you know when I when i and
0: amazing because he mixed this as well right and you was there even like a you know when we mix stuff there's always a lot of it's difficult and you usually have to go through a few mixes but with him I listened to it and I was like I listened to the whole album and I was like, it's amazing. He gets it.
2: He gets it. And, you know, it's not, I know it's not his, even the type of music that he would choose to put on. So He likes sort of there.
0: German underground like house, doesn't <laughs> it?
2: Well, it even speaks, so it even speaks, you know, even more to how talented he is that he can take a genre of music that isn't necessarily his personal preference and just really nail it I mean yeah. and and yeah and just also being so easy to work with.
0: So you did an EP 10 years ago called Never Enough Well
1: I can give you I can give you all that stuff But it won't matter
0: how is this different to that and is it your sound progressed who are you now
2: (laughs) yeah it's very different not least because i was completely inexperienced with that project and anybody who had a suggestion i was like okay you know i I feel like what
0: happened Yeah. yeah
2: i feel like i was very much a passenger in all of that and yeah i wrote the songs but in terms of arrangement, I had, you know, I had no ideas. I think the only idea that I had was that I knew I wanted, wanted I knew the drum sound I wanted on I've Got You.
1: Wishing on a shooting star To be younger, to be facing life and where you are can turn this speeding bus around
2: And I had the, you know, the idea for the, um, radio intro to Hit the Road, that was me as well. but
0: That's good stuff, though.
2: I just, I'd never done anything like that before. And, you know, I really probably wouldn't have done it if you hadn't pushed me to do it in the first place. And working with someone like Will,
1: yeah.
2: who I worked with, Will Hensley, on the early stages of it, because he's such a multi-talented musician, producer, he was able to completely take the reins. He'd
0: done, he done it and you hadn't even known it had
2: happened. <laughs> well, He's just able to do a shitload of different instruments and the song can be produced in a beautiful way before you've even had time to sit down and brainstorm what you want to do. So I consider mm-hmm. myself really lucky to have been able to work with him on that and then later Brian Speaker on the rest of it. But I, it probably didn't give me any room at the time To come up with ideas on my own and anyway this time that was my challenge from beginning to end was to arrange it to come up with exactly the sound i wanted of guitar on each track the instruments i wanted to be played where i wanted vocals what kind of vocals i wanted all of that i wanted to be the decision maker in that process
0: and what are your influences for this album i'll talk to you again but this album's got a lot of different stuff on it but what were you influenced by for the sound of it, arrangement? Well, song? I
2: wanted, I I wanted, that's another thing that's different, is that I wanted to play electric guitar. And I think this time I was inspired by Short Movie, which is Laura Marling basically going electric. Mm-hmm. I was inspired by Nora Jones's Little Broken Hearts, which was kind of her going electric. Mm-hmm. And it's these people who have beautiful voices and have written beautiful songs, but then there was something different something grittier about these pieces that they put out. And you know, I really like Tristan, and her. I've, I've listened to her sound evolve as well. So I wanted, that was a rule I set for myself, even though I know I don't really have any business playing the guitars I got to play on, that, on the record, and nor do I do anything fancy with them, but it was just about how it changes the way that you present the song.
0: That's Dame Edna's dog as well, by the way, is it? Or oh, no, it's no. the dog that Dame no. Edna shouts at. That's
1: right. Hello,
0: And also, when, when we've done this interview, the bread might be gone on the balcony. That would be interesting. But that's what being a parent is like, I suppose. You don't get to see the labour of your... You feed the children and that's it.
2: And plenty of bird shit will be in its place.
0: I don't know about that. We'll see. I'll go out and look and I'll give them an update after this.
2: But now are they going to be coming back here looking for more
0: bread? Have you... Well, I don't know how much memory they have, birds. English birds, anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So where should people check this out? We've just played it on here. Yeah.
2: It's out now, and mm. it's available on all all streaming and purchasing digital, purchasable digital platforms. If
0: you're listening to this and uh, you have a playlist on Spotify, put the song on it on Spotify, If you, especially if it's Americana or folk mm. or female singers or whatever. If you so listen you've to already this.
2: written your own version of my song.
0: No, I just did a rock and roll version, which we'll probably do in about three years' time, maybe. Right. Put this on your Spotify playlist and um, tell your friends about it. Like Emily on Facebook and Instagram, is it? Have you got your own Instagram now? Maybe. Well, as, and we've got a Mahoney in the Moment it's not one be as contentious. well. Yes. No, it's not going to be contentious. I mean,. We all need to get off social media a bit, don't we? All of us. It's good to listen to the music, you know, to breathe like we did and just put it on and just listen to it and no phone.
2: Well, I'm not afraid to say that I would literally be opening an Instagram account for the purposes of promoting this album and no other reason. Like, I don't know that we all have to carry on some ruse that Mm. it's, you know, something that we actually enjoy. Well, you
0: don't feel inclined to live your life online, so... Whenever I do that and do something that's just sharing or just social, it doesn't feel right. Mm. It does feel right to have. And it might seem like we're just promoting. But it's such a dirty thing, social media, that I feel like it has to be capitalist. Yeah. Because when I just share something, I don't really like it. And I know everyone has this regret thing. But with a song, especially a song you believe in it's well produced. But you're there and you're up against people that are just taking pictures of them cooking, like, an egg or something, you know. Or, oh, look at this sunrise, you know. It's an instinctive thing to find news about your social circle, isn't it? Yeah. But then you just end up looking at eggs and sunsets and then songs like this will just pass by in the stream. And unless you hammer it, yeah. it's kind of, it won't get seen. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, check out the song and follow her. If you follow um, Emily Moment on Spotify, when you've got... Um, when a new song comes out and there's going to be a few obviously um, it'll be in the release radar Mm. and if you have a playlist put it on it if you like it especially if it's Americana Um, I know Americana's very busy um, genre now with a lot of English people pretending to be American but Emily is American (laughs) and this is a good song (laughs) So, I, mean, I think
2: it is an Americana song. Yes. Americana has become a catch all as a genre catch all, you know, and I, I, that's why I've. I don't necessarily. The people. I, the, what does it mean? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's a little bit of folk, a little bit of country, a little bit of, I don't know, roots. And I suppose I kind of like that because I don't like having to, you know, I hate on all these websites when you're uploading all your shit that you have to define. Yeah, you have to define the genre, and it's like, okay, well, this song is X, Y, and Z, but this song is A, B, and C, and I, I, you know, so what does that make the album? And in a way, Americana is useful for that umbrella. And yeah, I am American, which means something different here than it does.
0: <laughs> well, it's the thing is, I lived there for a few years. And what happened to me is that I started doing more indie kind of mm-hmm. art rock, weird albums from around that time that were more creative and interesting, but not American and not talking about the blue collar American dream, not talking about wearing cowboy boots, eating eggs and shooting my cousin or whatever. Yeah. So it was kind of... Um, I'm glad that I was in America for my creative output myself uh, and it allowed me to do a rock and roll album or 80s album. But like you say, that's confusing when you upload it to some sort of decision maker, whatever that means now. Uh, you have to put it in a box. You do.
2: And then it, it it probably ends up filing you, you know, outside of the attention of other people who aren't looking for that style of music. Yeah, and they listen to it
0: and they go, this isn't American. Yeah.
2: I? And also I find that so hard to do for yourself. It's so much easier to point at somebody else and say, oh, you're folk or you're whatever you are. But to do it for yourself, I think we're probably the worst judges of
0: the things. It's very complicated, making. yeah, to sort of promote it even. Yeah. But we're promoting it right now.
2: Yeah, now it's Santa it's out, and I'm really happy with it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm
0: happy with it. <laughs> I said first song, yeah?
2: Yeah, you did. I'm, did I... everybody
0: say first song?
2: Um, I think everyone said when I was looking at singles in terms of the band and Dan and you, and everyone kind of said, yeah, I mean, this one sounds amazing.
0: I do have hope that it will come round again, that you don't have to be doing something else. I mean, even the, the sort of retailers are saying, Spotify, you can do this while you're doing this, and... Um, why you listen to the music and everything has to have a video because of attention spans, but there'll always be people like me or us, I suppose, that just put it on and listen to it. And, yeah, they might be cooking or even chatting, but the phone and multitasking and not really listening to the song yeah. and letting it get into yeah. your... You know, because it's, it's it's almost like meditating to me where you've got to let it in, you know.
2: Yeah, I've said this before, though. You're really unique in that way. I I love that about you, that you'll sit, you'll sit down and re- if someone puts out something new, someone you like or someone you're friends with, someone you follow, you'll sit down and really give it the attention. It well, I know it's
0: a special thing when even a friend releases an album or a song. I listen, yeah. It's so watered down. It's been, this is a segment, it's not about me, obviously, but it's very difficult because it's against the grain, everyone in my life, they're like, kind of everything has a undertone of why you're doing this, why you're releasing this. And like, it's embarrassing for other people now to talk to me about being an artist when I so obviously am. So someone like you is quite bold and it's obviously what you're about. Um, but it's not easy to be an artist person. So when my friends do it or people I know do it, I listen to it.
2: Yeah, but it doesn't mean that I'm not, like, when I'm ready to promote it, I feel I don't yeah, feel complicated. It. Well, it's kind of the other way around. It's that I've probably felt insecure about it or shit about it mm. the whole silence in between being done recording it and now because it's been such a long time. Mm. This, yeah, this finished. has been a year. I, you know, I decided not to put it out in the beginning of mm. coronavirus, basically, which is mm. when I had planned to put it out. And now I've just been sitting on it. And that that time is. Well, it's just too much time to second guess yourself. You yes. know, I've been terribly yeah. like, I don't consider myself necessarily an indecisive person, but the amount of time I've had to sit on this, I have changed my mind about everything. You know, what singles I wanted to release, what I wanted for the cover art. what, And it's just because I've had too much time, not, you know, not being able to just put it out there. And sometimes when you do, when you make something, I think you do just need to put it out there and be done with it. And, you know, that's the decision you made at that time. And it represents you know, some creativity you were having in that moment. Because I don't think it's healthy to have to keep rehashing it. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little worried about... You're worried! Well, no, about... um, I will be mortified if there's any kind of response to this song that indicates that I am trying to, like, there's some kind of white savior thing going on or that there's any kind of, like, what does she think she knows about the struggle of being,
0: Mm.
2: you know, someone immigrating from crossing social commentary countries from central america and yeah i don't of course i don't know anything about it's that a but... story
0: yeah so you also... read you read the thing you read her story and you were you wrote something about that
2: yeah and it's I... not
0: necessarily it could be an immigrant from uganda to Egham.
2: well I, I listen i think it's the oldest story in the book right is someone moving somewhere for a better life and particularly it is the oldest story of america and as songwriters we are most of the time putting ourselves in other people's shoes right we can't Mm. just write about
0: our. no you can't write about yourself that's part of growing up
2: yeah and you can't like you say you can't just write about some girl you broke up with 10 years ago or something so you do have to move on and and write about other things that inspire you and Mm. you know and that stuff is that that's important to me what i write about
0: okay so the video is coming soon emily moment santa maria um If I was to play a song, I'd play Free as a Bird by The Beatles because I'm going to go and check out what the birds have done now outside. But that's a very complicated song for me because it's quite sad because Paul sings John's lyrics. It makes me think of my friend that passed away. How about Even
2: More Fitting, And Your Bird Can Sing? Um, I really like that song. And uh,
0: There's a jam version. Fancy that. Your
2: bird can sing, bastard.
0: (laughs) Ah,
2: yeah, thank you.
0: All right, it's The Beatles. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye, my music. <laughs> <laughs> bye my music bye bye